Confidential details of the new Kia Sorento leaked to the press by disloyal dealer. <laughs> I so love this industry, you know, totally bereft of any suggestion of honour among scumbags. Spoiler alert, do not buy a current Sorento now. Wait, because the new one is just going to be so much better. I'm John Cadogan from autoexpert.com.au, the place where Australian new car buyers save thousands off their brand new cars. <laughs> Hit me up on the website for that. The gnashing of teeth in the Kia arse trailer boardroom could be heard even above. Demented Detol Donny and his latest craziness yesterday after a dealer leaked confidential details of the new Sorento to Josh Dowling from one of Nine's automotive appendages, car advice. I do love confidentiality, the whole concept, the legal part of it in particular. I mean, dealers are under an ironclad contractual obligation, and this is abundantly clear to them, to keep things of this nature absolutely confidential. But if one of them does spill the beans, perhaps because, uh, I don't know, maybe he's an immoral asshole. just saying, if he spills those beans to the second most hated motoring journalist in Australia, and trust me, He's never going to take the yellow jersey on this, no matter how hard he friggin' tries. He just doesn't have what it takes. If that information is leaked in this way, the obligation to keep said information confidential does not carry over onto the journo recipient. Yes, it is just delightful. I love being a journo. Car makers, they hate it when details of new models leak, at least when, you know, they're not the ones leaking them. But the cat is out of the bag now, and you should, in my view, make an informed decision not to buy a new Sorento now, but rather await the new one. My strong advice to you, if you're in the market for a Sorento, is wait. Wait until friggin' July, it's not that far away, when the first examples of the new Sorento will most probably lob. It's going to be diesel first, okay, and then petrol in about, I don't know, October or November, and I'm guessing on this, it's all subject to the ongoing zombie apocalypse, which has already problematically delayed the new Sorento by a couple of months. The big Sorrento news for most of us proud shits villains is tow capacity is up from 2,000 kilos to two and a half tons. That's a big improvement. With a tow ball download limit up to 200 kilos, that's up from 100 kilos on the current model. And in a sense, the tow ball capacity upgrade is a bigger deal for many towers than the outright tow capacity upgrade is actually going to be. That 200 kilos is going to solve a hell of a lot of previous Sorrento problems. Full-size spare wheel and tyre too, that's standard, and that's going to carry over from the current Sorrento, okay? So the towing and remote touring potential of the 2020 plus Sorrento is going to be pretty compelling, provided, you know, severe off-road terrain is not on your agenda. It's not an all-terrain proposition, like mighty rivers, steep hills, deep mud, soft sand, forget it. That's why this is a more refined vehicle than, say, 
a Pajero Sport, which can do all of those things, the Sorrento is going to be much more refined around town and on the highway because of the nature intrinsically of engineering compromise. This SUV is going to be built on an all-new platform as well with more wheelbase. And remember, wheelbase is effectively the dimension that defines cabin space, especially in rows one and two, because those passengers in rows one and two, they sit between the wheels. So if you want an instant barometer of which vehicles are bigger or smaller in the cabin in rows one and two, just go to the specs and look at the wheelbase. New powertrains for Sorrento as well. The diesel engine is quote unquote updated. <laughs> yes, and who doesn't want that? Except when you realise that it's just marketing bullshit for nothing for you to see here, but we want you to think we've done something non-specifically positive to the old engine that carries over. But the transmission is new, so that's interesting. An eight-speed dual-clutch transmission with a wet clutch. That's for the diesel, okay? If you're a numb nuts commenter, okay? Uh, I'm never gonna drive a DCT, they're all shit, mate. I can't help you, okay? If you're that dude, your parents passed on the wrong genes. I'm sorry, please don't breed or vote. For everyone else, Volkswagen and Ford have done their level best, I think you'd agree, to malign the reputation of the humble DCT. But in fact, Hyundai Motor Group's DCTs have not been cursed traditionally in the manner of Ford's infamous power shit. So that's nice. People forget that DCTs deliver a 6 to 10% better fuel economy whenever the platform is turning and burning, okay? And that is very significant. Fuel economy is important to a great many people, even if you've got 60-something grand to spend on a vehicle. DCTs also have very satisfying fast shifts under power. So there's that if you like spirited driving. The downside with a DCT is a reduction in low speed refinement. Unless you're in a Ford or a Volkswagen, obviously, which is essentially designed to destroy your will to live. It's very clever, like getting a transmission to do that. It's, it's out of the box, I think you'd agree. The upcoming 3.5 V6 petrol Sorento makes essentially the same output as the current model, and it's mated to a front drive system and an eight-speed conventional auto. Diesels are on-demand all-wheel drive, okay? So that hasn't changed one iota. There's some pretty clever safety tech inclusions as well with new Sorento, like a center airbag between the two front seats, which prevents a big-time headbutt sideways in a lateral smash. This kind of thing was formerly available only in cars like the 2018 Audi A8, but hey, you can get three fully loaded Sorrentos for the price of one monkey-spanking A8 now. So that tech just got a whole lot more affordable. And that's going to be standard across the range, apparently, according to that leaked bulletin. So, eight airbags in total for new Sorrento, two at the front, two at the sides of the front seats, two curtains plus a driver's knee airbag, and the new Liverpool kiss-proofing centre one. Yes! Door exit protection is going to be present as well, just as it is on the current Santa Fe. The rear doors essentially do not unlatch to exit if the car detects approaching traffic from behind at the side. All right. Basically to stop your kid or granny jumping out and getting flattened unexpectedly, which is always a bit of a downer on those family outings.
And the brakes get a couple of IQ upgrades as well. There's multi-collision mitigation for nose-to-tail shunts. So let's say you're distracted by some Ming Mole's boobies while you are driving a state to which you should not allow yourself to succumb ever, despite their wholly compelling attention-grabbing power, that gravitational pull. I can't tear my eyes away. And as a result, you Liberace, the B-double, stopped inconveniently in front of you. When the airbags deploy to save your life, the brakes will apply and, cleverly, they will remain applied to minimise the literal knock-on effects of you being liberacied by the guy behind you who is, presumably, likewise, cognitively impaired. I mean, in circumstances such as this, you just can't look away. It can be a living hell. and Many women don't appreciate the challenges we face. In the new Sorrento, there is also auto-emergency braking for intersections, which is quite clever. If you are momentarily booby-blind, so to speak, turning at a junction and unwittingly attempt to plough the nose of your fine new Sorrento into the path of some approaching car, some lesser chariot, the vehicle is going to apply the brakes automatically and decline respectfully to participate in your folly. So that's rather considerate. And lastly, okay, the new Sorrento features another techno trick from the luxury car segment. You will be able to get out and then park it using the smart key fob. Basically, you can line up for a tight parking spot in your 60-something thousand bucks Sorrento GT line, and then you and your tribe can all get out of the vehicle, and then your smart key will Bluetooth the crap out of itself, and you'll be able to direct the car into a sardine tin-esque space, bereft of people. You can shut the car down, engage park, apply the handbrake, and lock the vehicle remotely. And you'll be able to retrieve the car in exactly the same way, with the smart key facilitating remote start and transmission engagement, movement of the vehicle, and everything else you need to get the job done. Apparently, the car even has moron-proofing protections designed to prevent you from running anyone over while you do this, and that is kind of important. The car will see cyclists, pedestrians, approaching cars, etc., allegedly. Moron proofing is very impressive, I think you'd agree, given the staggering capacity of ambient morons in society for collective mayhem, generally. I mean, they put labels on clothes irons advising you to remove the clothes before you iron them. And they do this for a reason, amazingly. Don't forget to breathe. <laughs> Or if you need that label, even better, do. I'll do a separate report on this whole parking thing, let's call it uh, innovation, because I have used it previously. Not in the Sorrento, but I have used it. And it's clever and all, but it's a bit of a wank, personal opinion. Like, you shoehorn your shiny new Sorrento into a parking space with a cigarette paper or something betwixt it and the cars adjacent. And if those adjacent cars actually had that tech too, great. But if not, how the F 
Do your neighbouring drivers get in and vamanos, should they wish to get out of the car park before you? Expect a stern note at the very least, perhaps written on your bonnet in old-fashioned key. And even if that doesn't happen, okay, we're using a shitload of technology to solve one of life's more definitive first world problems, aren't we? Like, goodness me, this spot is far too narrow. I'll have to drive, perhaps for minutes, to find another one. My life is ruined. How I wish I'd bought that Sorento GT line. So riddle me this, smart parking tech or complete automotive wank, or both? Let me know in the comments feed below and praise the Lord Jesus himself for the utterly dependable moral compass of car dealers. Yes. Because now, with the cat out of the bag, the waveform has collapsed, hashtag physics joke, and you now know not to buy the current Sorento. Kudos to Josh for the scoop too. He's got, you know, 128 gigs of dealer contacts on his phone, which is a burden, I think you'd agree, but one which pays off from time to time. In this case, handsomely. Wait a few months before buying a Sorento. That's what I'd do if I was you, because otherwise you will kick your own posterior repeatedly for missing out on the parking miracle of Sardine Tronic Plus. Name subject to change without notice. And of course, the actual dead useful upgrades in the upcoming model. No word on the price yet, FYI, but the market is eating itself currently still, so there will be a lot of internal pressure to keep whatever price hike accompanies all of those new features to an absolute minimum. 